A popular Canadian singer who calls himself The Weeknd wrote a song called Can't Feel My Face. Part of the lyrics go like this. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it, but I love it, oh. Not the most insightful lyrics. And The Weeknd reveals an unfortunately limited human experience, and it's uh, not in reference to the greatest uh, experience on earth, and it's not the greatest thing that he's doing that leads to this not being able to feel his face. For a more insightful and deeper look into the reality of human experience, we can turn to a certain philosopher named Emmanuel Levinas. Levinas wrote a lot about the significance of the face. He observed that no one can see his or her own face. We only see ourselves and understand ourselves when we look at the face of the other. We can't see our face directly. We can only see it as a reflection in the face of another or in a mirror. But it's only by looking at the face of the other that we get a sense of who we are. It's only relationship that permits us to understand ourselves. We understand ourselves in our relationship with the other. This takes on a most significant meaning when we change the O in other from a lowercase to an uppercase O. That is, when we consider that it is only as we relate to the other, to God, that we will come to a full understanding of our identity and who we really are. And God has revealed his face to us. In the face of Jesus, we see the face of God. As we look at Christ Jesus, as he relates to us, we come to know who we are. That is, that we are beloved sons and daughters of God the Father. That is our deepest identity. So whereas the singer The weekend can't feel his face when he's with his beloved, we are offered a profound experience and being with the lover of our souls, our God. More than feeling our face, we come to the knowledge that we are lovable, loved, saved, and that our God is with us. This experience of coming to a knowledge of oneself in relationship can be applied in a similar way to how the Old Testament and the New Testament are meant to be understood. The Old Testament and the New Testament are the two major parts of the one Christian Bible. The Old Testament begins with Genesis and moves through salvation history with the patriarchs, prophets, and wisdom writings. The New Testament deals with Jesus Christ, our Savior, and the spread of Christianity throughout the world. St. Augustine wrote that the New Testament lies hidden in the Old, and the Old Testament is unveiled in the New. The New Testament lies hidden in the Old, and the Old Testament is unveiled in the New. What this means is that the Old Testament makes the most sense when we read it not only as the Old Testament, but when we add to it and relate to it the New Testament. The Old and New Testament are like two faces that bring about a deeper understanding in the reader who reads both of them. This concept of the Old and New Testament acting like two faces that help each other to be better understood is contained in that subtle naming of Jesus that we see here in this passage from St. Matthew. Jesus gets two names in this passage. First, the angel tells Joseph that he will name the son Mary will bear Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Then St. Matthew gives us his commentary on the event. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, 
Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. So the two names that Jesus gets here are Jesus and Emmanuel. Jesus means the Lord saves. That's literally what the name Jesus means, the Lord saves. This is Jesus' mission. His mission is in his name, to give his life for the salvation of the world. On the night before he was to pour out his blood and his passion, his blood is poured out in the sacrifice of the first mass, that is, the Last Supper. He says, take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Emmanuel means God is with us. That's literally what that name means, God is with us. Jesus will remind us of this at the end of the Gospel of St. Matthew when he says, Behold, I am with you always to the close of the age. So in these two names, we get a fuller picture of who Jesus is for us. He is the Savior of the world. He is the revelation of God's fidelity. He shows us that God does not abandon his people. Jesus reveals to us that God is with us, and behold, he is with us always, to the close of the age, to the end of time. Now bring this all back to a personal level. What does this mean for us? If this is the God we worship, if this is the God we love, what does Jesus, Emmanuel, reveal to us about ourselves? If we understand all this about who Jesus is, what does that tell us about us? God is telling us, you're worth it. I love you enough to enter into your world as one of you, to suffer and to pour out my blood for your salvation. Where does he tell us this again and again? At every sacrifice of the Mass. At every sacrifice of the Mass, we enter anew into this mystery of God's saving love. We enter anew into the moment of Jesus, his taking flesh, his being born, his preaching, his healing, his being refused by some, his being loved by many, his handing over of his body and blood in the sacrifice of the Eucharist. We enter into this moment that is Jesus. Our salvation is here, and behold, he is with us to the close of the age. So today, as Jesus is born anew on this altar, when the bread and wine cease to be bread and wine and become truly his body and blood, soul and divinity, at that moment, look at him and know that he looks at you. And in this exchange of glances, hear his voice in your heart saying, I do this for you. Come follow me. Behold, I am with you. I am your salvation.